Today's Brooks Light episode is dedicated to my brother-in-law, Glenn. We love you and miss you so much, Glenn. We had some really great laughs, and I'm sorry you had to leave us so soon. But I know you were there to greet Brooke. We love you, Kathy, and your beautiful girls, and your handsome new grandson. This episode is for you, Glenn. to another episode of the Brookside Podcast, where we build up courage, relationships, and community by sharing the light for those walking through the darkness. I'm Mark Pearson, your host, and I'm joined by my beautiful wife, Trish. Today is our special guest and co-star. How you doing, sweetie? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing wonderful. You look really good with those headphones on. Thanks. <laughs> are you good? I'm good. <laughs> So today we're going to be talking about the difference between sympathy and empathy. And from what I remember and understand, sympathy is understanding someone else's suffering. But empathy is using emotions to feel others' feelings. Wouldn't you say so? Or am I missing something on empathy? Empathy is more of a connection. Um connecting with somebody just being there you don't have to say anything like a hug yeah a hug yeah somebody that can just not say anything because sometimes when you say something it could be the wrong thing mm. like how are that. you doing yeah we got a lot of how are you how are you doing when deep down inside you want to say, how the heck do you think I'm doing? Exactly. You know, sometimes I, I would just want to strangle somebody when they, when they said that. To yes, me. but you can't do that. No, no. no. Certainly not under COVID either. No, definitely not. <laughs> so can you, I guess, going back to the time with Brooke, can you explain some of the things that you needed when you were um, when we were going through things, whether we were home or in the hospital, like if you were to talk to somebody that's going through this or has gone through it, and they don't know what they need, can you explain? I don't think you ever know what you need mm. at the time. Um, I know I needed breaks. Um, yeah, when you're caring somebody, caring for someone that is sick, you're with them a lot. Um, when you need a break, you need to take that break. When somebody says, how are you? Um, what, what I'd like to say is, what I said was, I'm fine. I was not fine. No, how could you be? But I think after she passed, people still said, how are you? Mm. Honestly, I feel like my left arm is not on me because yeah. she's not here. And I have to live with that every day. Yeah. And we do. We do. We, we have do. our good times 
as best as possible. And we have our horrible moments. Yes. You know? And, you know, they say it gets easier and it doesn't. No. It just is. Right. It is. But I would... I would say if you're somebody that's going through this, there are people out there that don't know what to say when you're going through that. When your family member is sick, they don't know what to do to help you. We received a lot of help. We had a very huge support system. Yeah. In our friends, in our neighbors, in our neighborhood, our community. And we had food delivered, and that was such a great help. And we had family members and friends spend the night with Brooke mm. so that we could get a break. And that was helpful. And I think that when somebody sympathizes with you, they can understand it. To some extent, unless they've gone through it. Right. They can understand it to some extent, but they can't really connect on that level with you. No, no. But I, I do think that some people can empathize without having to have gone through it. Yes. You know, Absolutely. If they just try to put themselves in their, in your shoes. Um, what would you possibly need? What could I do to help? You know, and Jenny did that for us. Yes. She was a godsend. There still is. Um, Jenny just came in and did, she didn't ask. No. She just did. And I think that's what a lot of people need because you don't know what you need at the time. And Jenny just looked at us and was like, you need a break. And, and I'm going to give you that break. We were like, uh, uh, okay. Right. <laughs> we didn't. We, part, of, part of me, I honestly was a little bit like, no, I don't. I'm okay. Yeah. No, no you weren't. I needed a break. And sometimes um, it's, you know, we go through this a lot on the, uh, my dad's call. Um, a lot of guys will burn themselves completely down to the down to the wick, right? Because that's what they're taught to do. They are the protector. They are um, they are the man that they are supposed to take care of everything. But they often forget that they're human, right? And they need to be there for their family, especially their spouse, because it's a it's a team effort. Yes. And you have to take care of yourself in order to take care of the person that is sick. And I think we both lost that mm. in in the process of caring for Brooke. Neither one of us took care of ourselves. No. We, we didn't sleep right. We didn't eat right. We didn't no. exercise. So I think, you know, needing... You need somebody like Jenny. Everybody should have a Jenny. <laughs> you need somebody like Jenny that'll or come Kyle. In. Kyle from the LMD group. Yes. Everybody needs a Kyle the, too. <laughs> with all the information. Um, you need somebody like Jenny that comes in and takes 
control for a little bit to give you that mental break. So Jenny came in, and I remember one time she came in, and I shared this before, um, about the whole swallow therapy thing, and that that's what spawned the you don't know what you don't know. And I remember her saying, Mark and Trish, you guys just go home. I'll I'll stay here with, with Brooke. And we were a little worried. We were very worried. Um, not because she wouldn't be taken care of. It's just that we spent, one of us was always with her. Yes. So it, it was honestly weird to sleep in the same bed together. Yes. Um, after months. Of- after back and forth in the hospital, because we spent so much time in that hospital. So much time. And uh, honestly, it, it, I think we were just so exhausted, we just passed out. We did. I remember. And you're exhausted all the time. Yeah. So when people ask you, how are you doing? I think, you know, a lot of people just don't know what to say. And they don't. There's a lot of people out there that are empathetic to it. Um, but you don't, you can't possibly know what we're feeling if you haven't lost a child. Um, you can lose a significant person in your life. Um, every, I think every loss is slightly different. Yeah. Parent, child, grandparent, mother, uh, it's all a different role that right. that, per, that that loved one played in your life, um, and then the absence of that loved one, and it can happen. Either it's you you see it, the writings on the wall, or if it happens suddenly, and whether people feel that there's a difference, um, I, I can't say about the sudden part, um, so I can't compare it. But I don't think anybody should even bother. Mm. A loss is a loss. Right. And, you know, grieving. Everyone always says there's, you have to allow yourself to grieve. Okay. Is there a man, is there a handbook out there that kind of tells me how to grieve? Because, um, no. yeah, it's I like, grieve every day. Every day I grieve. You could be smiling and grieving. Absolutely. You could be laughing and still grieving. Absolutely. And you can be a complete train wreck and grieving. Right. You know, and... Everybody has their way of grieving and dealing with it. Yeah. And I think when when you're going through it and you're connecting with different people in the hospital, mm-hmm. around the hospital, I know Ashley, mm. uh, we used to see each other outside the hospital every so often when she'd get off of work around 3 p.m. And she would always chat with me and get my mind off of it for a bit. Mm -hmm. And she never asked how I was doing. Um, It was always, hey, mom, you know, and I think just having those small chats kind of helped just have a little normalcy mm. in the yes. craziness. And one time I was coming in from 
getting food at the little truck outside the hospital. And who's there but Sarah in the lobby, and she stops me. How are things going? They never said, how are you? It's um, when you're going through that, that connection with people and that support of just being there, I think, is more empathetic, uh, not yeah. sympathy. No. Just more empathetic. Just being there, like you said it before about the, the human connection, it's, it's I, I wouldn't even classify it as important. I'd say it's paramount. You know, it's, you, you need that. You, ha- you have to have that. Um, and I feel really bad for those that don't have that. Yeah, we had a lot of connection. I mean, with the radiology people. Yeah, well, we just created connection. I would yes. literally, you would talk to anybody. I would talk to anybody. I'd talk to other parents on the floor. Um, I mean, we spent so much time in the hospital. It was like it was like a hotel for us. It was like a second home. Yeah. That's what it was because we were there so often. 47 days. That was our longest stint. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I think those connections helped us through. You know, I mean, just the nurses on the floor and unbelievable people stopping and Brooke would be sleeping and I'd go to the bathroom or go to the cafeteria, grab something to eat or a Pepsi. And I'd come back and we're talking about, oh, I had a problem with my foot and personal stuff, (laughs) you know, and these are the conversations you had because that was the only people that you could talk to because you were there all the time. Right, right. I remember Kristen and Kristen. Yes, yes. Kristen and Kristen would work with Brooke, and they'd always talk to us beforehand, asking us, has she done anything new lately? She did, they did PT and OT, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. And they would, after the session, they would come back. I have a video of a couple of sessions with Brooke <laughs> yeah. that, you know, she she did really well with and they just would come and work with her and sometimes she just wasn't in the mood and they still did it. Yeah. They tried. And so did Brooke. She put her heart into it. Yes. She put her heart into everything. She did. She did. I do miss, um, I miss her smile. I do. So we have that, um, she wanted tell the audience we have like one of these little LCD frames that we have that plays photos, um, which I think is nice because it kind of keeps her face around, you know, I think it's important to have that in your home. Um, at least for us, I know I need to see it. I know you need to see it. You, yeah. Trish would like to have 30 by 70 canvases of Brooke around the house. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> um, maybe at some point we'll, we'll get the big ones in there, but yeah. We have to. It's not yeah. a choice. It's not a choice. <laughs> 
need to see her face every day. Yeah. So the, the holidays are upon us and I know those out there that are listening that are either walking through the darkness or are going through tough times, you know, you really need to make sure you take some time for yourself. Self care. Yeah. Reach out for help. Ask for help. It's perfectly fine. To say you need a break. You know, if you, you can follow us on uh, Instagram, we have a Facebook group, just search for Brooks Light Foundation. Uh, be happy to chat with you. I can put you in touch with some amazing people. Um, you know, you're, you're not alone. You are definitely, definitely not alone. And that's, that's important to understand when you're in a hospital or at your wits end at home, um, alone. You feel alone. You always feel alone. Yeah. I mean, even though we have a, the big size family that we have, we, we still feel alone. Um, but I always feel better when we talk. Yes. You know, and sometimes it's okay to actually talk with somebody different. You know, I was talking with, um, another gentleman, Kyle, which I've referenced before and his, uh, he's currently walking through things with his son, Hudson. And, you know, there, he was beating himself up because he wasn't able to attend his grandfather's funeral and, uh, he wasn't able to meet a, a challenge. Um, and he was really beating himself up. So we got into a nice call and we actually ended up kind of helping each other. You got to give yourself a break. You do. You have to understand that um, there's grace. You have to give yourself grace. And for those of you that don't know what that means, it means just it's a break. You know, give yourself a break. It's fine. It's tough. It's very tough. You know? It's very tough. And it is okay. It is. It is. And the holidays are coming. And for us, it's tougher. Yeah. Last year, we kind of wanted to hide from the holidays. Wanted to go someplace where they didn't celebrate Christmas. (laughs) Um, Not sure where that is, but... Uh, I also think it was important that we ended up facing it. Um, I don't know how you feel about that, but I got through it. I know. Um, I, you know, every day is a struggle without her. Yeah. Some days are a little bit easier than others. What's your favorite memory of her, of Brooke? Ah. Oh. God, I have so many. Um, Doesn't have to be the favorite favorite, but a favorite. A favorite. When I used to kiss her goodnight, I'd kiss her eye, her (laughs) eyelid, and she'd be like, Mom. (laughs) And I did that in the hospital, and she'd be like, Don't kiss my eye. You know, I just... She made me laugh. She made me laugh all the time. She did. She, she did. was so funny. 
She was a jokester. But I have a lot of good, good, good memories. You got all those like little recordings in your head. Yes. That I hope I never, ever forget. Nope. No. So, did you want to say anything to the audience specifically? No. She's shaking her head no. <laughs> what am I going to say? This is Trisha's first time on a podcast, so I think she's doing fantastic. <laughs> say thank you for everybody that supported us. Absolutely. The random people that followed Team Brookie, which is now Brooks Light. The little boy that sent a card. Mm. Um, I can't remember his name. Alex, maybe. We're going to find that card and read it. Yes, we do have that card. Um, the people that just sent well wishes and helped us through the journey. I felt like you were there with us. Yes. And that helped. Absolutely helped. And I hope that they are all doing well and are happy and healthy during this horrible time where everybody is stuck at home. Yeah. And just thank you. I also want to give a nice little shout out to um, the Glendale Civilian Observation Patrol. Yes. They... <clears throat> They are a fantastic organization. That's all volunteer. 100%. Community, neighbors. Mm hmm. That you were a part of, that really stuck by us. Still do. Still do. Yes. Little shout out to my buddy Ronnie. He's a good guy. <clears throat> oh. Anyway, because I'm getting all choked up here. <sighs> Empathy, sympathy. Yes, the importance that there is importance of both. Yes. Um, you, it's not like you can just do one or or the other, right? It's it it's important to understand the both, and when somebody, if you want to offer some form of assistance try to think about what that person may need and you know especially if it's somebody that lost someone the last thing they want to do is cook it's the last thing that they want to do or if they're taking care of that person they don't want to cook that too you don't have time you don't have time to go food shopping um ask them if you can sit and let that person do something for themselves um, or take their other children out for a day. That's another good one. There was yeah. a lot of time where Paige was here. Yeah, by, by herself. herself. Thank God for Mima. Yes. Yep. So the holidays are, are upon us, and that means we're going to be taking a small break from the podcast. We're going to do a um, wrap-up next week and then we're going to take a, a couple week break i want to try to line some other podcasts up get some uh, some interviews we have some people that are interested in hopping on the podcast and sharing their stories can't wait 
Um, but we also want to plan our goals for 2021. Um, and with that, we want to be able to share all that with you. So after next week, we'll be taking a break and we'll be coming back in January. So I just want to share. Did you want to say anything before? Okay. You asked me that question before. All right. I'll cut that out. Anyway. <laughs> yes, I just gave him the death stare. Yes, she did. I'll keep that part in. Please take a moment and leave us a review and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. We really appreciate you for listening to our podcast. This is um, today's been a very special one. I'm so glad that I got I got you on the podcast today, honey. Thanks. <laughs> Why do I still getting the the death stare? <laughs> <laughs> so we wish everybody a very very happy and healthy holiday season. And please take care of yourself. Self-care is super important. And be there for your family and loved ones. Stay safe. God bless. Love and light to you and your loved ones. Take care.